Paintings War and Mistresses Galore. Genius Season 2 is back. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion. After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I'll be the conductor this time. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> So How's it going, guys? My name is Zach Silverman. We are back for Genius Season 2. We're a little short staffed today, but I'm going to take it to my panelists. Tell hey, everyone. I am Mina Wahab, and I loved this episode. Let me tell you, this episode was phenomenal. First reactions, thoughts uh, coming up from... You're new to the panel. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to Genius Season I, 2. I didn't get to watch the Einstein version, but it's interesting that they decided to go away from the science and into the artistic realm and still consider it genius. Beautiful, because the definition of genius is... is actually, I don't know the definition, definition <laughs> of genius, but I feel like um, it, 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 it spans across any type of platform. Mm-hmm. So to take it away from a, a sign, scientist and give it to an artist, I think it's beautiful. It's, it's, um, it's exceptional talent in any realm, I yeah, think. Yeah. Surpassing the boundaries of... That's a beautiful way of putting it. You know, it's interesting. We had last season um, a few of the uh, showrunners on. We had some of the uh, producers on as well. And we got a good idea of what they were aspiring to have the show be and when they got word of season two we we're all like hot like hot and bothered like well, what's it gonna be is it gonna be another scientist we couldn't figure out what it was i think i see the pattern that's going on here though mm-hmm. um we were having uh discussions of thinking like maybe it's gonna be you know someone from way back in the day but we want people to feel relevant you know we, things have to feel relevant so we mm-hmm. want people to like be able to relate so i think they're gonna have a theme of if they have a season three genius within world war ii realm Mm-hmm. We open up season two, Antonio Banderas. Oh. I was so excited for Pablo this Picasso. Yeah. Oh my God. We're used to seeing him in these lead roles as like Zorro or um, I was going to say. Spy Kids yeah. guy, right? Or <laughs> yeah. Sp- yeah. Or Puss in Boots from Shrek. Yes. Um, and he always <laughs> plays like this macho, beautiful lead. And it's so nice to kind of see him being a little bit more broken down and raw and real and really get into a role that's multifaceted and not just the suave, handsome lead. Well, listen, he still has the suave handsomeness to himself. He's aging like a, yeah. a fine glass of wine or a fine bottle of wine. I mean, he had wine. to shave his eyebrows. That we haven't gotten to yet. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, man, I just, I don't know. I loved it. Just from the opening the opening shots of like the the theme song itself they mm-hmm. create a whole new panel i guess or, or opening panel would you say and it's like a painting being painted it's gorgeous i love it yeah um we start off just as any uh genius show would the birth of our genius yeah we'll go through it we have uh three segments i guess we could kind of talk about where we have pablo picasso as a young child into uh then into his um, adolescence adolescence which is great early adult and this is what i love so much about this show the the producers of of the of this the creators of it i would think this show would be so boring if it was linear if we started off as a child into mid-adolescence into adulthood it would not have captured the audience. Yeah, you know, it jumps around a lot, but I think... That's the, what makes the show. <laughs> the way it's it does beautiful. it is brilliant. I love it. You kind of tell things in, in a flashback form where you, you have something explained based on what happened early in childhood. Like, Picasso is like this because of this event yes. that happened in childhood. It's he amazing. likes being around a lot of women because of this event that happened here. You can always There's trace it back so to something specific. How funny was it? Pablo Picasso... I almost thought, like, I mean... I, 
obviously Pablo Picasso lived. We saw the opening shot. The baby was born. And then they're like, we're so sorry. Madame, he uh, is not breathing. And uh, his uncle, I think it was, right? Was that his uncle? I think so. Uh, smokes his nice big cigar, blows down into the baby. And his first breath of life is smoke. Mm-hmm. How all geniuses are formed. I guess so. I mean, <laughs> I would never do that to a baby. But it brought him to life. I mean, this was in the late 1800s. Still, but so. it, it's it's poetic. It's so... God, what else can you say to it? it it's um. So there's that, and then there's the baptism. So you have that coupled that with... that juxtaposed with it. Yeah, yeah with the just, religion. Like, no wonder, like he's a genius in all in every right, in the sense that like to the public he's this like masterpiece person, but in person in real life he's a broken man. Like he smokes, he has like mistresses. Um, <laughs> he got laid the first time at 14 years old. I mean, that was yeah. Uh, that was wow. very interesting because you would never see the roles reversed for something like that. No. Like, it's just such a... I, I don't know. I, I felt like it was pedophilia, basically. A little bit. Mixed with We got an interesting look into his life, into uh, him as a child. I ha- Honestly, I'm coming at this fresh. I know very little about Pablo Picasso, very little bit about the time. Mm-hmm. I like history. But uh, my main focus was kind of looking at, like, Germany. Uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm Jewish, so looking into, uh, like, Israel and all that stuff during that time during World War II. Mm-hmm. So to, to find out about uh, Spain, everything that's going on, uh, the, the, there was a, uh, a war between America and Spain, apparently, as well. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that. Um, and there's the Spanish Civil War going on. Yeah. At that time oh, my too. God. There's just so they much. They were under fascist rule with so Franco. So much. Yeah. I had no idea. Um, but we start off the show with um, tough times. Mm-hmm. You know, his. Uh, we have his uh, sister mm-hmm. who passes away, which I didn't catch what she passed from. Did you happen to see it what that was? It was diphtheria. Diphtheria. I have yeah. no idea what that was. All, all the illnesses that we <laughs> no never get these days that happened back then that we never had vaccines for. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it shaped him as who he is mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a painter. Um, I thought that was so beautiful and sad that, you know, he made a promise to God to give up the one thing in life that he loved most, which was his art, if God could spare his sister for him. And then he felt immense guilt having his sister taken away from him, knowing that he would have never been able to fulfill that promise. I thought that was really interesting. It's like incepting the the religion aspect once more. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, which is interesting because I don't know if he stayed with religion throughout. Like We haven't gotten that far into these episodes to see how much religion actually still is ingrained in him or, or dictates how he uh, paints or, mm-hmm. or does, obviously not how he lives his life if, if he's married to one woman. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. I mean, he, he definitely, <laughs> Picasso was definitely a controversial figure. We see that with his Guernica painting, but he was known to just challenge whatever the status quo was and to make these bold political statements. And that's what makes and, him a genius. Yeah, I love that he said art is a weapon. You know, it's not just something where you hang a painting in your living room and it's beautiful. It's it's, it's a weapon to, yeah. and it's meant to evoke some sort of, or like elicit some sort of intense feeling. Yeah, and I mean, he did a great job at doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I can't get over it. Like, so I know you didn't see the first season, but it's cool to kind of compare the first season to the to this season and seeing where, like, how the music plays such a, a factor, how, like, the mm-hmm. cinematography plays such a factor to this. This show is going to be an amazing show. I am extremely excited about it we got to see so much so quickly about picasso's life yeah. as a child adolescence um i'm seeing the correlations between like 
uh, how he became who he was, like who his friends were mm-hmm. or are, um, who he associates with, and in like future as as an adult as the as Antonio Banderas. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely excited to see more of him. Yeah, it's very very. It's gonna be. A how good would show. you think of his performance so far? I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. His haircut. I, I, I'm like the comb over thing. I, I, it's it's interesting that he has it because yeah, where is he? Right there, <laughs> right this over, nice right little beautiful comb over. It's interesting because I when I look at that, I feel like I'm looking not that I'm looking at Hitler, but like that's very similar <laughs> to what it was. And yeah. he's everything. He stands everything against what Hitler is, and in you know at the the last moments of it. Um, Nothing is more important to him than his art. Not even his his children or his wives. And like he has the Nazis breathing down on him, and he is trying to save his art. It's just pieces of himself that he just mm-hmm. in France. And it's and, like and, those Horcruxes from Harry Potter. That's exactly what it is. If he loses one, he loses a part of his soul. And <laughs> I think we got a little hint of of, well, of Harry Potter. Of Harry Potter. Yeah. Did you guys catch on to that Flor Delacour from Harry I'm Potter? Almost certain, it's ingenious. Almost certain that's who yeah, it was. That has to be her. I love so watching beautiful. and seeing like all the different actors. Oh my god! And we didn't even get to. So you didn't know this, but his uh, Dora, right? Mm-hmm. His mistress, I guess, was ingenious. Was I didn't... ingenious. I didn't know she that. was Albert Einstein's uh, second wife or first wife. Hmm. First wife. Are there, are there any like similarities between Einstein and Picasso? Oh my god! The, there's so the many. There's so many similarities with the, with the, the cheating. I... It's not cool, it's not good, but I feel like these these men uh who are, you know, constituted as geniuses have mm-hmm. like they're, they're like above they're not above the law by any means, but they feel as if they are. Mm-hmm. And so they 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 live at a higher level of thinking almost. I love how he says Jesus Christ is not my name as a child. I wonder if that's like something that he actually did say. <laughs> you know what? If any I know in speaking to the producers last season, they do their research, mm-hmm. and they went as far as like getting letters sent between Einstein and his like wife and other people, his mistress and whatnot, getting them, reading them, giving them to the actor so they can understand the emotions. So they, I'm fairly certain, you know, these guys mm-hmm. when they came together to put season two together, what is there is I'm almost certain most of it has happened. There's not a lot of like let's just make this up to make it yeah. more spicy for TV to sensationalize, sensationalize it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh man, it's so good! I'm honestly so excited for the. I'm happy that you're on it. Well. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good. Um, and it's just also I, I did a little bit of research before the show, and it good. Was just I need so, to do that. <laughs> it was so interesting <laughs> to see the similarities between Antonio Banderas, the actor in okay. real life, and Picasso. I mean, they both grew up in Malaga. He actually was lived a block away from where Picasso no way. grew up. So when he was a kid, he would huh. always like go around the corner and be like, oh, Picasso. Picasso walked cool. these streets. Like, Picasso smoked walked. his cigarette. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Had sex with a whore over there. <laughs> like, yeah, and they both actually uh, left Spain to pursue their dreams. So Picasso went to Paris, and Antonio Banderas eventually, after studying in Spain, came to the That's United amazing. States. We so. should look up to see if there's any quotes about Antonio Banderas speaking about getting uh, access to this role, because I'm sure it was a huge inspiration for him. And must Yeah, have he's been... the perfect fit for it. it oh made my God, the most amazing. sense. I love yeah. it. The accent, everything is just. Do you like um, the? I guess uh, adole- mid adolescence in, uh, Antonio Banderas or, or oh, mid adolescence. I thought he Pablo was. Picasso. I've never seen that actor before, I don't know but who that I actor is. think I'll, he's I'll phenomenal. He's phenomenal. I think he did such a great job, kind of, uh, you know, seeming boyish, but at the same time 
like this ambitious yeah. painter that was slowly becoming corrupted by this machismo culture. Machismo culture. That's uh, bohemian, I feel like. They're coming into the <laughs> bohemian age almost of like, you know, screw government and all these things and like love and art and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're the I, original hipsters. They are the original hipsters. <laughs> oh, man. It's yeah. fun. It's cool. We have a. Uh, yeah. A oh, little, you know uh, who, who young Picasso could have really benefited from, like, as a mentor? Maria Menunos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Please tell she me. She would have been amazing. <laughs> so, you know, if you guys want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life, not just art, we have the podcast for you. It's called Conversations with Maria Menunos podcast edition and it's hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and it drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. So just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free you guys this is an amazing deal and make sure to rate and comment and when you do let maria know that it was us the genius panel that sent you guys there (laughs) conversations with maria menounos podcast edition check it out because she honestly gives some amazing career advice so if you want to be a painter a host a reporter an artist whatever you want to be you know, or a genius, or, or a, genius. a genius, yes. Well, or I, think a genius. Just, I think you're born a genius. Yeah. Do you think it's it's more nature than nurture? Because there's I'm the genetics component say... of it, but I feel like you can kind of nurture that. I mean, was, uh, if Picasso was raised by wolves, would he be Picasso? No, obviously not. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm obviously. saying. Okay, yeah, some nurture <laughs> comes into it. See, this is what's interesting because. Um, when we had Albert Einstein, his father was very against everything that he was doing and was just like, no, you have to go to school. You have to do this and that. And he like was um, breaking out of the mold and be like, this is not how I want to live my life. And they actually didn't talk for a number of years until he, his father was sick. And then he finally talked to him before he passed. Mm-hmm. Where we have the difference of Pablo Picasso, his father is a painter. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize his, like, his lineage of artistry is because of his father. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shots that they paired it with where he was a child and his father, he was like, oh, but father, I wish I could paint like you. And he's like, I will teach you. And then it, it jumps to our first shot of Antonio Banderas as Pablo Picasso with, I guess, his daughter. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and they're doing the finger and painting the finger and painting. he's talking about pigeon painting. It was amazing. I, I'm really excited. I love the jump shots, the jump cuts. Um, I know it's going to be a little bit hard to kind of navigate our show here, um, but, you know... It, I think that's what makes the story so great. I don't want to see... I also love... The reason I love that scene, in addition to the cinematography and the music and everything else, is that it shows the soft side of Picasso. So the fact that he can be a nurturing, kind dad. And, you know, we see that when he was a kid. The love that he had for his sister. For his sister, yeah. And it's just nice to see that carried out through adulthood and, and see the little slivers of that love. I know. Uh, When I think of Pablo Picasso, I think of a very corrupt man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he did beautiful artwork, but that beautiful artwork was also very, not mutilated, but very uh, tortured soul-esque mm-hmm. almost, which 
stems from something. And we're getting to see that. Um, That's how the best art is formed. That is how the best art is formed. You know, like Adele doesn't have a good album unless she's going through some sort of intense a breakup, a depression. Or Taylor Swift yeah. doesn't come out with music unless she's let's broken not, up with the tenth guy. Let's, let's, not, let's not compare, compare Taylor, Swift, Taylor to Swift to them. Picasso. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Never again. Never again. <laughs> I don't know. I like the first episode. Uh, I, we would love to hear what you guys have to think. Uh, check us out in the chat. Um, you could always listen. Uh, so be, be sure to subscribe to us, guys, and check out on iTunes as well for the podcast. Uh, it's going to be a crazy season. It's going to be great. Um, what are you looking forward to? I mean, like, we got to see a little bit of that preview, but, like, yeah, what, what's on your mind about it? Tell me. Like, Honestly, even though I wouldn't classify myself as a huge history buff, okay. I want to see more of the historical elements and how it affected Picasso's work. I'll tell you this much. I think that's super interesting. Last season, I mean, everyone coming into this wasn't much of a historical... Like, I'm more of a science guy, so I was, like, super excited about Albert Einstein because I was like, I studied his work and I know what he, like, is... I know what that is and I explained it to people. But, yeah. like... um in in watching it, I've learned so much more than I thought I knew about like World War II and all that history and that that time period and that little uh, pocket of where he was. And I'm super excited to just relive everything again, but mm-hmm. in a new experience with like Spain and where we we went to Paris. Did we were we in Argentina at one point also? I don't know. I thought I only was, picked up on Paris and Spain. It was uh, Barcelona. I think we were. We were I think we might have been in Barcelona, but he, he went so. to a number of, of schools. The Santa Barbara Mountains. <laughs> Santa Barbara Went there too. Yeah, that was pretty cool. All over Spain. What did you think of his teacher? That was his teacher when he grew up, right? So remember when he was he was like a little child and uh-huh. he, his teacher came up to him and was just like, look at that, and he did the Jesus. Salvador? Was it Salvador? Was that his name? Or was are you talking about someone else? Salvador is his uncle. Okay. We're going to have to write down yeah. everyone's There's name. There's so many people There's so many jump cuts. It's going to make it a little confusing from different time periods and ages, but yeah. we'll get it down, guys. Promise we'll get it down. Yeah. Um, so uh, when he went into the mountains, was that his teacher from when he was a, a little kid? No, that was his friend Polaris. Uh, he was the one who was drafted uh, to fight in the Spanish right. War against the so Americans. We, haven't, we never saw him as a child, though, right? We only saw him... I believe we only saw him at that stage. At that stage, when okay, he was cool. introduced and he came running after. He looked very similar to what I thought was his art teacher. Um, I don't who, think like, so. Bought him his first lay. No, because I don't think he really knew much about art. He just wanted to be in the mountains to escape being drafted. No, they were both painting together. I thought. Where's, were they? Yeah. I thought those were all Picasso's paintings. No, I didn't no, you didn't see his that. shirt. He had paint all over him, and uh, maybe he, he was one of that's Picasso's what he models since there was. Yeah, a shortage of women in the mountains. Uh, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. I almost thought there might have been like a little thing going on between them. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, now it seems like Picasso likes his women. Yeah, or maybe he had that many to to hide the fact. No, I'm kidding. I I don't think so. Don't go there. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. Um, but he does what I don't like, and I feel maybe this is something that a lot of artists do. Not the majority, but. A lot. Um, I don't like that he saw women as just a commodity meant to inspire him. He saw women as muses, and he didn't really respect the role of a woman. Of a woman, he definitely appreciated the beauty, and I'm not going to say it was only the beauty aspect because he also, I feel like, did appreciate their mind. Yeah. Especially, we saw a little bit of that with Dora, how she was kind of this unconventional person who didn't believe in societal norms and anything yeah yeah she didn't she didn't really believe in marriage and she saw Hmm. everything as kind of like this social construction 
So we kind of... I don't know. You bring up a good point. I'd love to hear what the chat has to say. You know, post your comments down below. We got to see the first dealings with this. First off, he, uh, he respects his he respects women in a sense with his sister. He mm-hmm. has absolute respect for that. And I feel he like does. that never gets tainted. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the purest love I think that's the purest has. love he has. But then we come across, um, you know, his first time is getting late in a whorehouse. Yeah. And I guess he didn't get to see the woman naked. And the whole point was so that he could see a woman's ass, as, as, as his teacher has Oh, no, said. I think he did see it because... He did after the fact because he's like, no, I want to see you. Yeah. And this woman was just like, oh, this horny little boy is just like trying to get more out of me. But there was like this moment that he had that was just like he was offering his... All he had to, to offer, which was, she said, this won't even get you enough to show a thigh. Mm-hmm. He has this beautiful speech. Yeah. And it's inspiring where like... He's not just saying it's just like a horny little kid. Mm-hmm. He like looks at beauty and like I get what you're saying and like he respects the women and it's uh, he looks at it as an art. Not what'd you say? Not as an art piece. He looks at them as a commodity. Commodity, but like I feel like I feel like in that instance it wasn't a commodity for him. It was his yeah. first delving into seeing what a naked woman looks like, and he's like the this. This form. is the female form, and he's like I think maybe there was a, a point of him like this is what life is about. This mm-hmm. is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because there's beauty in, in, in life. You know, mm-hmm. there's beauty everywhere around you. And art is his reason for living. It really is. He can't, I mean, what would he have done if not art? I can't even, I don't even know. Based Nothing. on his first episode. Not even a teacher, actually. We've gotten to that where, yeah. you know, his father asked him to maybe, like, just maybe you could be a teacher. He's very such... hurtful. His God. reaction was very hurtful. But right? I understand it. I think it's kind of like... He appreciates everything his father does, but in his eyes, he sees teaching as settling, and yeah. he thinks that he's capable of so much more. Well, what's that phrase? Um, if you can't do teach, yeah, is that what it is? But I mean, teaching like honestly, I do have a lot of respect oh, for teachers of just because of the amount they take on for the little recognition they get, yeah. especially in our education system, yeah. is a little ridiculous. But um, yeah, what a huge blow to his father that Picasso would say, oh, I'm not just going to be some mere teacher. I, I have so much more potential than that. I am a genius. Yeah, but I mean, it's, they did it nice. Yeah. I'm, I mean, coming from the prior uh, season one, uh, I, I'm expecting such hardships between his father or maybe his mother um, because that's what, like, made Albert Einstein, you know, what drove him so much further to become who he was. Mm-hmm. But, like, here we have a supporting father, supporting mother. Like, they pay for him to go to Paris mm-hmm. so that he could do his, um, show off his painting that he constituted as his worst painting. Yeah. Oddly enough, which is funny. Like his worst is still really great. His worst is amazing. What do you think of Guernica, by the way? That was his... That um, was the painting in response to the... So I, I've, I've, when you show me, you show it to me, obviously while we're watching, but I've seen that picture before. Mm -hmm. Never understood it in my life. I was like, yeah, like this is one of Pablo Picasso's notable paintings, and I'm like, maybe, you know, maybe I just don't know. Maybe I don't get it. Yeah, I. I totally I agreed it, with Floor. I can't remember her real name. Uh, the two women, huh? Yeah. Okay. I agreed I agreed with Floor from Harry Potter uh, when she said, like, what is this? And I know Guernica, I'm going to get so much heat for this in the chat. I know Guernica is one of his most famous works because it actually, it's it, it's kind of like making a statement. It's not about necessarily oh. the art itself. It's a y- statement. Yeah. So I guess for me, it's just not the type of art form I enjoy looking at. I'm more of a fan of Dali and his surrealist works mm, okay. than that kind of, I, than those geometric patterns. I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan of that so much, but... Let me ask you, 
seeing where that stems from, mm-hmm. do you understand and kind of have a better appreciation for the painting now? Um, in terms of the historical context, yes. yeah, I yeah. have a better appreciation for it. And also the way they coupled each part of the painting with something that inspired him to draw that. Like the woman who the was woman kind of like book up in, in the air agony. Was, yeah, it was, or, it was from his wife and, and Dora fighting. I, yeah, uh, yeah. And then the bull... Um, touches that, on his past. That scene, the bull scene from the very beginning really stood out to me. It definitely resonated because there was a quote that... I feel like kind of set the tone for this entire series where his father, uh, Picasso's father, tells him he is willing to risk his life to do something truly beautiful. Yes, I wrote that down. And he's talking about the matador. Yeah. And it's symbolic and indicative of things to come with Picasso. Like he's willing to risk his life, stay in Franco, Spain, because he wants to salvage his paintings, because he never wants to experience the loss he did when he was up in the Santa Barbara Mountains and his paintings were destroyed. Because he's not confident that he would be able to replicate that level of genius and beauty and brilliance. Yeah. <sighs> I'm excited. Yeah. I yeah. like it. Me too. I like it. We got Same some, here. We got some cool people in the chat right now. Thanks, guys, for being with us. Uh, 131721 uh, has... He's talking about how he went to art school and he could relate to Picasso and mm-hmm. uh, his reaction uh, when his teacher came and started to make notes on his painting. How did you feel about that? I totally get it. And I think it's because art is so personal and it's so subjective oh that having someone tell you something that you've spent your heart and soul. Was punch him. It's, it's very hard to take <laughs> criticism when it's something like art. It's not something that's so caught and it's, dry and objective. Yes, it's not A plus B equals C. It's. It's like X and N, Y and in a squiggly line. It's not E equals MC squared. <laughs> no, it's not it's an not, Einstein. It's not an theory Einstein of theory. No, but <laughs> yeah, I, I felt so. It shows very relatable on 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 many levels. Are you an artist? Yeah. Well, I yes, yeah. I I haven't delved in a while, but when, in high school, I was I up into high school, I, I did a lot of drawings and stuff. So I understand his pain, but I had a very cool art teacher who was very freeing. So. Very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. So, um, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about the episode? Anything that we might have? It was a jam-packed episode. We have a short episode. We had a, a short night tonight. I'm sorry about that, guys. Um, anything important? Anything special you could think about? Like, honestly, kinda... I just loved his love for Conchita, and I liked seeing Beautiful. the progression from childhood to adulthood. And um, we got the war, we have his paintings, yeah. we, have, uh, we have two wars. I feel like they're not trying to necessarily honor Picasso. They're just trying to show all facets of his personality. The dark, yes. the beautiful, the brilliant. It's not just a one-sided, that's what let's makes, praise Picasso. That's what makes this show so great. And that's what I think really uh, rung a bell for a lot of people in the season before. Because honestly, I had no idea about uh, Albert Einstein had like affairs his love for women, all these things that he like was into and all these things. And like we are seeing the humanity of these geniuses that well, – they are geniuses. No air quotes. Um, but we're seeing this, the humanity of Well, I this... mean what makes someone a genius? Exactly. I mean is a painting so subjective? I mean yeah. can't exactly. someone just like throw splashes of paint on something and Apparently be like this person so. is a genius? Apparently so. He created Nowadays a new you can. art form or a new medium. You can have three squares on a, on a – like. Three different colors of squares on it, and it's like, wow, it's a piece of work, a piece of art. You know, it's it's beautiful. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, I never understood that with art. Like, how can you determine genius when it comes to art? I mean, of course, like Michelangelo. Like, I don't think anyone can really deny that. But but still, art is very subjective. It is. But I think why Picasso is in that realm of genius is because of 
the emotion he evoked and how much he affected people in mm-hmm. his paintings and his artwork and what it said. And I kind of have a feeling maybe some of like how he, like he was poised himself because we get, mm-hmm. we did get to see a review of himself when he was uh, middle aged, uh, not middle aged, uh, mid adolescence. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were talking about how his his artwork is like not mature yet, and like they commented on how like what he thought was his worst painting was like they thought was the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I feel like um, we're gonna see a lot of things that he does. Yeah. And, and people will, like, you know, in newspapers get to see who Picasso kind of is. Yeah, we definitely get to see his, him, him blossom into the artist that he, blossom. he becomes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I think the, the greatest thing about Picasso is that he created works of art that challenged the status quo, and he wasn't afraid to go against what fascist Spain believed. He almost didn't do that painting, though. That's what I loved about it. Like, you, here you have, this is what makes the show amazing. You have... All facets, all all young, uh, young middle age, and, and you know Picasso as he is, um, and you see him at, at the end of his age, and he's like, "What if I can't do this anymore? Mm-hmm. What if I can't make something that evokes something? Like I haven't been around for any of this stuff." That's the hardest part of being a genius. Uh-huh. Yeah, is how do you replicate something so great? That's that's why a lot of success stories. It's always depressing afterwards. I mean, for example, like my favorite genius. Is J.K. Rowling, and a lot of people might say, "Oh, J.K. Rowling's not a genius." Uh, you know, she she wrote a children's series. I think she's a literary genius. I she, think so. she wrote millions of kids interested in reading and hooked on seven books. Seven books, yeah. That's a lot. That's a huge accomplishment for an author. Yeah. To get millions of children around the to world get hooked them on all books. Reading. <laughs> that's great. Um, cool. Well, I guess you know that's 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 it for episode one. Um, let's, let's get into some predictions and then wrap this up. Yeah, let's yeah, do cool. it. Cool. After Buzz TV predictions. Cool. So, what do you think is going to happen next week? We got a little preview. Ooh, I'm trying to remember the preview because yeah. I honestly can't even remember it. Um, yeah, what was in that preview? So we had a lot actually, which is really cool. Um, pretty much what I'm thinking is going to happen. We're going to see a little bit more of Picasso, uh, Antonio Banderas. He's getting bored of both of his women. Oh yeah, that's right. Both that's women. right. He needs a new needs a model, new... a new muse mm, for yes, his inspiration. And yeah. he had so many women. It's so insane. Many. So I think the theme of the show is going to be Picasso and his women. And paintings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to paint you like one of my Spanish yeah. girls. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, no, you know what? Um, yeah, we're just going to see Picasso with like a lot of women. Little Picasso did remind me of the young Leonardo DiCaprio from Titanic. Like, you know, the little, like, kind of pre-adolescent, a little something about him. I think so. Kind of reminded me of him. You know what? I'm excited. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great show. Uh, yeah. Where can everyone find you? Hey everyone, my name is Mina Wahab, and I'm not an artist, but I do have some artsy-fartsy pictures on Instagram. You can follow me at Mina Makes Magic. Awesome, guys. And my name is Zach Silverman. You can find me all over social media at Zach with a C-H Silverman, too. And you can catch me later tonight on Flash at 10 o'clock uh, here at the Afterbus Studios. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. See ya. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.